The first parish in Bereshis tells us the story of Bria Soilam. And it comes to the triumphant conclusion HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees the entire world that He's created the entire process of the six stages, all the stages of creation is now complete and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's assessment He sees it as being all good, as being perfect the world we see is the way exactly how Hashem envisioned it should be and uh, we left with the sense that Ke'ilu of Shemus. This was the end of the sixth day. The pastor goes on from that. And yet, if we look just a few psukim later in Parshish Bereshis, we read the entire story of Adam Arish. How he was brought to Ganeden, how he was instructed not to eat from the tree, how he disobeyed that instruction how he lost his spiritual level, how he was banished from Gan Eden, and how the world fell indescribably from the place where it was to the world we're in today. When did that happen? Chazal tell us that the entire saga, the whole story of Adam Arishan and his mistake was also all on that first Friday. On the part of Adam, but Adam didn't even spend one night in Gan Eden. The same day he was created, he was instructed and he sent. And therefore, the Yom HaShishi, the sixth day of creation, ends not in a triumphant tone, ends tragically. But man has forfeited his ability to reach perfection. The world didn't achieve what it was meant to achieve. And thousands of years later, we're still in the morass of the aftermath of the son of Adam Arishan. And now we have the question, how do we reconcile these two psukim? A pasuk which says HaKadosh Baruch Hu finishes the six days of creation and everything is toiv ma'ayt. Everything is perfect, everything is exactly what Hashem wants it to be. And at the same time, that sixth day of creation ends not on a high note, but it ends with the fall of other Mauritian. Which if we can say is exactly the way Hashem does not want it to be. And if you're already asking questions, there's an even more glaring question we need to ask. And that is, we know there were six days of creation. Each day with its own development, with, the, the own, with its own uniqueness of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu created on that day. And each day finishes that Hashem thought it was good. So on a day-to-day basis, Hashem was satisfied with the creation, the step of development of each day, and uh, went to the next stage. And if that's the case, if it's past the Kodesh Baruch scrutiny, so to speak, Hashem gave it the appellation of being good, so we would think that everything is the way Hashem wants it to be. And yet, if we go carefully through the six days of creation, and analyze what Chazal tells us about each one, we will see that there was not a single day where everything of that day was exactly the way Hashem intended it to be. That's an unbelievable thing. The first day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates a light. And it says Hashem saw it was good. The light Hashem created was something spiritual, 
something which enabled the person the Chazal tell us to see and therefore that light didn't remain Hashem hid it for the Tzadikim so the creation of light of the first day wasn't something which remained a part of the Bria the Bria was deemed unworthy of that art, of that spiritual luminance and therefore was taken away the second day we leave even see in the Pasuk the day that Hashem made a division between the upper waters and the lower waters the day which says a separation was created the Chazal Teres the day Gehinnom was created so it also isn't an exact example of what the creation Hashem wants and even the Pasuk doesn't say Kitov on the second day the third day was the day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu causes all the vegetation to sprout the trees, the plants and here too HaKadosh Baruch Hu's command was that there should be an 8 pre Oisipri fruit trees which bring forth fruit and Chazal explained to us what HaKadosh Baruch Hu had intended was that it should be Tama Eitzka Tama Pri what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has intended was that the taste of the fruit should be the same as the taste of the tree and the Oretz did not obey and the Oretz made fruits which have a taste but not trees which have a taste it made an eight Oisepri it wasn't what Hashem intended it wasn't His instruction and then we come to the fourth day and the fourth day we know was the day that HaKadosh Baruch creates the sun and the moon and the stars and here too HaKadosh Baruch Hu's instruction HaKadosh Baruch Hu's intent was there should be Shnei Mo'eris HaGadolim that there should be two great lights the sun and the moon and yet the moon objected to the fact that there would be two lights of an equal level and as a result HaKadosh Baruch Hu went and minimized the moon that wasn't his initial intention instead of having Shnei Mo'eris HaGadolim they became a Mo'or HaKotan and a Mo'or HaGadolim The fifth day was the day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates the birds, the fish and the special passage to tell us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a Shnei Taninim HaGadolim and from these two Taninim we call the Vyasans these two tremendous sea creatures that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the Gemara tells us in Baba Basra that HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw that if they would be together and bring forth a child of such gigantic proportions wouldn't, the world wouldn't be able to host, so to speak, three of these Taninim and therefore Hashem killed the one and he sold it for the Tzadikim in the future so here too, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's initial creation didn't remain the trees didn't come out the way Hashem wanted them to that they would be have the same taste as the fruit the, the sun and the moon didn't come out the way Hashem wanted and that they were not the same size Ma'oris which Hashem intended them to be and the Taninim which Hashem created, he had to kill one of them. And obviously on the sixth day. So Hashem creates Adam, and as we know, Adam definitely didn't do what Hashem wanted him to do. And he lost his greatness, and he lost his opportunity to attack in the world. So we look through six days of creation, and we see each, each day, each day isn't complete. Each day didn't live up to Hashem's expectation of what that day was meant to be. And yet, 
On each day, Hashem says it's tight. On each day, Hashem says it's good. How can that be? What's good about it? What's good about it if every single day is not good? Every single day didn't do what Hashem wanted it to do. The question is a good question. But the answer is an even better answer. And so you said for a chinuch shevet that we're talking about today, because it tells us a very important lesson. And that is, we get habituated to looking at things as either perfect or bad. It's either 100% the way it's meant to be, or it's bad. Less than perfect is bad. And that's how we have a question. The Bria wasn't perfect. Not at any stage of the procedure. There wasn't a single day which was perfect. And therefore, we have the question, to our mind, that means it's bad. And here we learn such an important lesson. And that is, it might not be perfect, but it can still be tough. It can still be good. Altogether, what Hashem created, He chooses to look at it as good. As tough. They say a famous story. In Chaim Vodajan Sezava, he was once learning a Torah of Eliyahu. And there's a certain paragraph which lists the brachas of Hashem. The praises of Hashem. That he's slow to anger, that he's forgiving, that he's kind. And one of the things it says is HaKadosh Baruch Hu Sameach V'chelkoi. And this, Rechaim Vodajan found strange. A person, we can give him the praise of being Sameach V'chelkoi. Happy with his lot. Happy with his portion. Because... A person can't change what his Hashem has allotted to him. And therefore it's his choice to, to be happy with it, to be satisfied with what he's been given. But by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what does it mean to be Sameach V'chelkoi? If HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't like, like things the way they are, he can change them at will. He can create things to be the way he wants them to be. So in what way is Hashem Sameach V'chelkoi? He is satisfied as it is with what he has. And he went to ask his Rebbe the Vilnagon. And the Vilnagon answered him, Hashem is Sameach B'chelkoi, because Ki Chelek Hashem Amoy. Hashem is Chelek is Klai Yisrael. And that's one thing HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't change. He can't change the level of Klai Yisrael. Hashem doesn't change people's Bechira. Hashem doesn't influence their choices or their Yerushimayim. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch can choose to be happy with Klai Yisrael or HaKadosh Baruch can focus on with Klai Yisrael of falling short. Because it's always somewhere in between. Especially if we're being judged to Hashem's standards. There'll be those areas where we're doing well and there'll be those areas where we're very lacking. And if Hashem is going to measure us up to a standard of perfection so then we're a big disappointment. We're very, very far from that. But HaKadosh Baruch chooses to look at it differently. HaKadosh Baruch chooses to look at it and be Sameach B'chelkoi. To focus on the good points that Klai Yisrael have. On the areas where we're doing well and succeeding. And therefore, 
It's not just a question of is something completely good or if not, then it's bad. There's a composite. There's an amount which is good and there's an amount which is not so good. And the Prophet chooses to look at what's good. And the same principle we can apply to Bereshis. Hashem created a lot on each day. It wasn't exactly the way He wanted it to be. Let's talk about the trees. If you look at the whole world of natural vegetation, coral reefs and rainforests, and all the different kinds of plants and flowers and fruits, it's a tremendous amount Hashem created on the third day. It wasn't exactly what he wanted. Not all the trees obeyed his command to taste like their fruit. But Hashem could look at what was good. Hashem could see what was good about it. And focus on that. And that's the Chiddush. Not that everything was good. And everything was perfect. Hashem saw it as good. Hashem looked at the good. And the same thing at the end of the six days. It's true. The sixth day ends after Adam's tragic mistake. And yet Hashem can still see and say that the Bria is Toiv Mo'id. Not perfect. People made it messed it up. But as a Bria, it's Toiv Mo'id. And that's a Koyach. To focus on what's good, and give it the appellation is good because we see what's good about it. Hashem Kuru looked at it as bad. The world is bad that it can't take the initial light he wanted to give it. And the trees are bad that they didn't listen to him. And the moon is bad that it had to get minimized. And people are bad and the world is bad. One could look at it that way too. And the lesson of Bereshis is we can choose to look at what's good. They are looking Kito. And now why is this a lesson for us? And specifically a chinuk lesson. And that is because everybody has an ideal of how they would want their family to look. How they would want their children to behave. Everyone has the concept in their mind of what they imagine the perfect Shabbos table would look like. Everyone's sitting politely, no fighting, no one knocks over their cups. Everyone sings together on the same key. There's a certain uh, feeling that that would be... Uh, that would be a perfect meal. Everyone would behave, share the very nicely, help clean up the table afterwards. And unfortunately, the material says that not everyone's Shabbos table matches that expectation. And if that's the case, when things aren't perfect, when things aren't exactly the way a person had expected them or wanted them to be, so then what's the summation of the Shabbos meal? And many people would say, wow, it's terrible. This was wrong and that was wrong. When everyone goes to Shabbat is things don't have to be perfect according to plan. And it can still be good. It can still be good. Baruch Hashem, there was food to eat. Baruch Hashem, everybody was there. Everyone was wearing Shabbos clothes. There were a few minor points where this kid fought with that kid when this one didn't want to sit in that place. But on the whole, Everything was the way it was meant to be. Everybody was happy. There were the good points too. And it applies to everything. Everyone has a fact of what the ideal bedtime would look like. 
our children would get ready for bed nicely, start arguing, go to sleep without complaining. And uh, if it wasn't like that, then what do we look at it as? And what, what title do we give our kids? They're so difficult, they're so impossible, they're so complaining, they're so hard to deal with. But that's taking the, what's not to our liking and seeing that as being our primary way of describing what there is. And that's a mistake. HaKadosh Baruch doesn't look at the world as bad. There would, ha- would have been lots of reason for him to do that. There would have been lots of examples he could have pointed to and shown how the world was terrible. How the world didn't do what it was meant to do. And how the Bria fell far short of his expectations. And that's the lesson. Hashem looks for what's good. Hashem looks for what's good and Hashem focuses on what's good. And that's the Chiddush. That's the Chiddush. And that's the lesson. Not just good, type mode. And if this is the case, we can understand the Chazal. Chazal says in the Midrash, Hashem says in the Ma'id. What does the Taif Ma'id very good come to add? So then Chazal says Taif Ma'id, Zohar Misa. A scary idea. The fact that people die is what makes Taif Ma'id. It makes it very good. What's good about Misa? Why would that be Taif Ma'id? And this is just a more profound idea of what we've already explained. For sure one could look at Misa as being the ultimate bad, the ultimate tragedy, the ultimate evil. The Malachamavis is exactly what stands against the force of Kedusha and the force of goodness and the force of life and the force of Bracha. And yet there's the, one can look and see the fact that what's good about Misa too, the fact that life is limited, pushes people to use it better. The fact that a person's sojourn in this world is temporary means a person is not confined to a physical existence. He's here temporarily, but he can attain escape velocity and go beyond that. Like Ramchal says, the ability to attack in the chait of Adam was the fact that a person isn't trapped forever in the body which was contaminated by the sin. There's a concept of being reborn. In a new body which doesn't have the effects of the other. One can see Toiv Ma'id in Misa too. And the difference, when a person looks to see what's good. So when a person sees things as good. When a person looks to see what's bad, he sees things as bad. Hashem chose to be Sameach B'chelkoi. To be happy with the world the way the world was. To be happy with Klai Yisrael the way Klai Yisrael are. To see what's good about the Bria. Because it is good. And a person can do the same. It's not perfect, but it doesn't mean it's not good. And then when a person sees everything as good, this brings us to the last point. A person isn't grateful for what's bad. A person is grateful for what's good. And a person who sees things as not being perfect and therefore focuses on them as being bad, so there's no mocking for gratitude. I should thank, be grateful for what went wrong, for what wasn't right, what I didn't like. 
But if a person can see the good, and the, that about what he has, which he's happy with, and that about which he has, which is a bracha, so it's toiv lohi lis l'ashem. Then there's the toiv to thank Hashem. It's good to thank Hashem. And we can always find that toiv. That's the source of the thanking Hashem. Yes, the things we don't like about our children's personalities, or the state of development, or their midas, or what needs to be corrected, we're not going to thank Hashem for the child because of that. There's so much more which is good. But if we focus on, it doesn't have to be the way we want it. It doesn't have to be what we call perfect. Then that frees us to be able to focus on, it's not perfect, but it's good. And if it's good, then there's what to appreciate. And if it's good, there's what to be happy about. And if it's good, there's what to thank Hashem for. And more importantly, when our children feel we think they're good, not perfect, also not perfect, but good, then that's a motivating factor to be better. But if we focus on what's not perfect and therefore it's bad, then that's a sign of defeat. And that's why this is such an important lesson in Chinuch to look at what's good. It applies to Chinuch, it applies to relationships, it applies to Shalom Bais. Hashem looked at a world which was far from his expectation of perfect and yet he still gave the title it's very good. It's very good. There's what to be happy about. We can do the same.